I do today. I don't know why, but I'm, a, I'm just a simple farmer, you see. Um, but my brother, I said to him, I'll stand down. No, 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 no. So I'm here. But I want to just tell you a few things before I start speaking. You know, the other, well, the other day, a few years ago, I was in, in a village, and there was a notice outside the church, and it struck me, and it might be a good notice to put outside a church here. Before the service, speak to God. During the service, let God speak to you. After the service, speak to someone. I thought, what a, that's a lovely way, isn't it? Might not fit with you all, but I thought it was good. Yeah, before the service, speak to God. Have you spoken to God this morning and asked him to bless you? During the service, let God speak to you. Whatever scripture you hear, let it enter into your heart, your very soul. And after the service, speak to someone. Have a chat. Now, the ver- the, my verse for today is not is not what I'm going to preach about, but this, this came to me from Proverbs 19.23. Fear of the Lord leads to life, bringing security and protection from harm. Cool, I thought, what wonderful words. Isn't that wonderful? The fear of the Lord leads to life, bringing security and protection from harm. Now, I want to speak this morning from... Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and, and coming down part verse 2 I'm just reading that but the verse I want to speak about is verse 3 I'll read, I'll read it as well as I can your lives are a letter written in our, heart, our hearts everyone can read it and recognise our good work among you clearly you are a letter from Christ, this is Paul writing this, showing the results of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but in human hearts. We are all confident, we are confident of all this because our great trust is in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualifications come from God. He enables us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is the covenant not written in laws, but of the Spirit. God will bless his word to us. Cool. There's a lot in that. If only I was a preacher, I could expound it. You read there... Not on, t- um, not on tablets of um, uh, stone, but in, on your heart. There was a little girl. I heard this. If, I, if you can. Um, she went to the doctors with her mum. And uh, she was talking to the doctor. And uh, the doctor said to the little girl, Now you've got to take two of these tablets a day. And she took it in and nodded and she went out and went and sat in the car while mum went to the chemist and got the tablets when she got out in the car again the little girl was crying and she said whatever are you crying for my dear 
Well, she said the doc doctor said I had to take two tablets a day. I can't do that. Well, the doctor didn't realise, and I don't realise, that children call these things that they use tablets. And she was thinking of that. Anyway, I don't need to explain it. All right. You are a letter from Christ, written not in pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is not carved on tablets of stone, not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God in the human heart. Isn't that wonderful? Don't you, don't you sort of feel that is absolutely tremendous? Well, I do. The message reads, this is another translation, your very lives are a letter that anyone can read by just looking at you. That's something, isn't it? Your lives are a very letter that anyone can read by just looking at you. Now, I go to several different churches and chapels, and I meet several Christians during the week in the markets, different places. Some are very happy. Some are very miserable. And I think to myself, people are reading their lives. They're reading your lives. They're reading my life. How are we witnessing? Christ himself wrote it, not with ink, but with God's living spirit, not chiseled into stone, but carved into human lives. I always remember when I was young that people used to say, my mother probably, I can read you like a book, Robert. I can, and when she called me Robert, I was in for it. I can read you like a book, Robert. I was the only boy, you see. There's three good girls, and I was the only boy, and I was the oldest. But haven't you ever had that said to you? I can read you like a book. And this is just what it's saying, that people are reading us like a book. Where we go, what we do. i just got a little story that I've, I bring these in occasionally. Uh, a Christmas gift. Dad suggested that the family get him a gift that the whole family could get something out of it. So they did it. They bought him a brand new wallet. <laughs> Good? Right. Paul's ministry confirms that the new covenant is being established through his ministry. The Corinthians have had changes in their lives because of Paul's ministry. His letters... His letters. Don't you like receiving letters? I do. And, and I notice nowadays, I don't know why, but every so often we get three or four days with nothing. And then, the, then the place is full with letters. And they, I think they pick in their days that they're delivering at the moment. No postman here, is there? <laughs> no. Anyway, don't you like receiving a letter? And as soon as you, you, you open it carefully, if it's a handwritten on the front, and you, well, some of you, you know, put your finger in and tear it out. You actually can, I do. But my wife opens it ever so carefully and reads it. And then you read the stories of different people. People being on holiday. Some sad stories with people losing their husband or their wives. You have different stories from letters. This is the greatest letter. I think, just look at one or two of them. The greatest, the greatest message 
ever told. It's John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God sent Jesus to demonstrate his love to us. What a message. What a message. And he says, and he sends you and I to declare it. You are a letter from Christ, with, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God. The lost, the stressed out, are a searching world. The Holy Spirit of God dwells in you. If you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And he will show other people what you believe. Are you ready to witness for him? This is a searching world. A searching world. Personal story, but I don't want no glory to myself. But I've known a person for probably 10 years. And he lives in Timber. Last Friday, I had the shock of my life. I was just going to pull away to go home. And he drove up, drove up beside me. Wound down his window. This is in Dempster, round down his window. And I wound down mine. I said, oh, nice to speak to you. He said, I want to ask you a question, Robert. He said, what do you believe? I said, well, what do you really mean? He said, well, are you a Methodist? I said, no. Well, he said, what do you believe? He said, only I've watched you. He said, and he said, I look at you. And I see that you've been blessed. Well, he didn't say the words, but successful, he said, but I believe blessed. He said, I want to know what you, what about it? And do you know, I've never had that in my life. Never have anybody say that to me. And I, I was took back a bit. I was thrilled. So I said, let me tell you, I believe in Jesus as my saviour. And he came into this world and I went through, he was born and he died on the cross of Calvary. And he died for you as well as me. And he looked. He said, I've been looking at the Jehovah Witnesses lately. I said, yes. I said, but everything they say is lies. Oh. I said, look. I said, if you're really seeking and serious. So I gave him a pen. I always give out these pens. If you've never had one, you can have one. I've already got three today, but you can have the first three. And it says, God is love and he loves you. And I gave it to him. Oh, he said, yeah. He said, I can't speak to you now, he said, for a fortnight. He said, I've got a funeral to arrange. But he said, I said, no, look, do something for me. I didn't know what, how to lead him. I gave him a New Testament. He passed out the window and he took it. Oh, thanks, he said. And then I said, no, I don't know what to say. Because I didn't know what church to send him to. So I said, go home, can you get YouTube? Yes, he said. I said, get up on YouTube, one of Dr. Billy Graham's preaching. He said, never heard of him. I said, you look down, Dr. Billy Graham of America. I said, you'll find him, and you listen to one of his sermons from beginning to end. And then you come and see me again in Exeter in a fortnight's time. So that's this week, this Friday coming. But just pray for him. But you see, people do watch you. They're watching, that's, that's what I wanted to say, not on myself, but watching you, they're watching me as we go about. The world is searching for answers. 
The world is searching for answers. Do you let them know what the answer is? Do I, in the way I live, there's something they need answers, something more than a tax cut or a salary increase or a solution to group global warming or a cancer cure. Friends, enemies, relatives, neighbours, workmates, strangers all need the message that we have, the message that I have, the message that we have. They all need that message. Are they getting it? Are they getting it from you? Might be showed in a bit, but I'll make sure everybody hears. I call to the cows and I call to the sheep and it keeps my voice going, you see. Have you got that? Oh, your letter. Your letter from Christ, about Christ. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We, be, we preach about Jesus Christ, about Jesus in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6. What well, is it wonderful? Religious, religious folk advertise their religion. But people are really interested in Jesus. And I find that if you talk about Jesus to people, they can't find any fault. But you talk about churches, oh my dear, don't they go through a list of people in the churches that they can find fault with. But talk about Jesus. Talk about what he's done for you. Do you know it yourself? If you don't, just I've been praying today, if there's anybody here today that don't really know Christ as their personal saviour, I believe today is the day. Don't put it off till tomorrow. For goodness sake, today is the day. You ask, well, yes, yes, yes. In his lifetime, Jesus drew multitudes to himself. And his death on the cross and resurrection, he drew countless millions of both sexes. Let's read that again in 3.3. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is, is not carved on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. Do you let the spirit of God guide you? Do you know what it is to kneel and pray? And ask God to guide you as you pray. Because that's what he wants to do, you know. He wants to be with you. He wants to guide every step of your way. He drew millions of both sexes. <laughs> now, there are people, a letter is effective if it's easily read and understood. Either, stop re either you stop reading or you failed, failed to get the message. If you start off, I know we get letters at Christmas time. Oh, they do poor me. Don't ever send me a letter or what the family's done for the last 12 months. Uh, because they do, don't they? I can't understand it. Friends of ours send us a jolly two or three pages. Do it. They send two or three pages of 
what they've done, where they've been, good job, there's nobody here that exactly, and, and you just look at it and then you put it back, don't you? The card goes up on the thing, but the letter goes somewhere else. But, you know, um, don't, don't bore people with that. If you've got non-Christians, somehow, just emphasize the fact why Christmas ever takes place. Things like that. A letter is only effective if it's easily read and understood. You either stop reading or you fail to get the message, don't you? What message are we, you and I, leaving? Living. What are we leaving? What message are we leaving? You answer that yourself now. What message are you leaving to your neighbour? Is it somebody that's encroaching on your driveway or something? Or doing different things that annoy you? What message are you leaving to your neighbours? So many at work put things on their expense account that they shouldn't do. So many from offices take home pens and pencils and rubbers and different things. I don't know if they have rubbers nowadays. But different things from offices that don't really belong to them. They think to themselves they won't be missed. What about that extra mile to help an inconvenient time? That's just the time you're needed when you can do it and you should do it. Shoddy workmanship. Being a KJ, we used to be, when we were young, we used to say always oh, a proper old KJ. Do you know what a KJ is? A killjoy. Don't be a killjoy. People don't like miserable people. They don't, they don't associate with miserable people. You think, oh, he's coming, let's go. Let's go. You do. <laughs> Even Christians, I, I tend to think, oh, my dear. Let's move over the other side. Don't be a KJ. Christians lack, some Christians lack a sense of humour. Don't be undependable and inconsistent. Don't have a temper and be crabby and grumpy. Oh, my dear. How can that win other people if you're grumpy? Or a holy Joe. Do you, know, do you get those sort of people around here? If you get a holy Joe, be practical. Practical Christian. Mix with others and, and get to know them and win them the way that you can. To be transformed so that all of us who have a veil removed can see the reflection of the glory of the Lord. That's in 2 Corinthians 3.18. To be transformed so that all of us who have the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. Smile. I've just put after that, just smile. Keep smiling. Chapter 4, verse 2 of, the, of Corinthians. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all who are honest and If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and your letter should read. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Are you a new creation? Have the Lord dealt with you 
and taken away things that shouldn't be. Jesus changed my life. And if you let him, he'll change yours. Today, deliver your love letter to everyone you meet. We are being changed. What about that letter? Would you let everybody read a letter that you portray? When you stand in glory, or when I stand in glory, and the Lord says, well, you didn't give a very good letter to that person. You didn't do this. I think we now, as days draw closer to the coming again of Jesus, we should be more prepared to let that letter be read of our lives. That our lives might be portraying the love of God and our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening and thank you for being with me. Um, now, our visiting speaker is going to speak now. <laughs> but it's lovely and we're going to sing a hymn. I think it's time to sing.